It's Jersey Baseball Show. We welcome you today to as we get closer to the season. We got a special high school edition with the outstanding catcher down in South Jersey, Mainland High School, Cole Campbell. Cole, we'll what's have up, a, guys? Cole's going to have an easy year this year. He's got nobody throwing over a hundred to him. Um, <laughs> Cole was the uh, the catcher for Chase Petty last year. Outstanding player in his own right. He is headed to NJIT. Some grit ball coming up next year uh with uh with the highlanders we'll talk about all that and a lot more and uh thanks for coming on call i appreciate it anytime thank you for having me absolutely let's let's talk about school first um njit how'd that go how did we uh, get connected up there it's uh it's it's funny because it's a school that was you know for years like a d1 kind of afterthought like nobody really wanted to go there at all um, things have obviously changed a lot the last few years. You saw him play Arkansas in the NCAA tournament, among others, last year. How did uh, how did you find them? And uh, give me the excitement level for for heading up to uh, to up to there after after this season's over. So how that ended up happening was my coach, uh, my my coach for PPC, Ed Charlton. He was one that went there. I was talking to him one day, and we we're just talking about recruiting. And he was like, he was like, hey, what do you think about this? And I looked into it and. I was like, you know what? I really like the school's nice. I like uh, I like the campus a lot. And basically, uh, the coach, Coach Papaccio, ended up uh, reaching out to me. And me and him talked for a while. And then basically, it just went from there. And I just ended up where I wanted to be. They're a lot better off than when Ed was playing there. <laughs> yeah. Now, you see, like, now they're – they had uh, this season, they had their first two games, they ended up beating uh, – I think they had – who did we have? We had – um. Oh, I can't remember. We are, well, they went 2-0, and and then they were in a 2-2 game with Virginia, who's four seed right now, and they had 2-2 in yep. the fifth inning. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's yep. definitely definitely a program that's doing very well now. Four against Wake Forest this, uh, this week. Uh, coming this week, up yep. Here. Got four you against got, Wake. Uh, got Ryan Fisher, one of the best pitchers around, that, you know, a um, lot of excitement. And uh, you've been up to the school, I'm sure. What do you think of uh, of campus? It's really nice. If you've ever, if you've ever seen their uh, indoor facilities, like upstairs, they have the new turf. It's literally like a baseball field up there. You can pretty much run live ABs, do pretty much anything you want. And their like weight room and their uh, training room is also just insane too. Definitely, yeah. It's uh, it's crazy. Let's uh, let's kind of switch gears a bit over to to mainland. Um, not quite the excitement surrounding last year where you come out opening day and obviously you've got 40, 50 MLB scouts every time Chase is pitching, but, but certainly a lot to, uh, to come back to give us the, the rundown on, on what we expect this year. I think this year we're going to be really slept on. We have a lot of guys returning that are really, really good players. Like we have, uh, it's going to be Joe Sheeran, uh, Sheeran, little Elliot. Sam Wood, Nick Wagner. We have a bunch of guys coming back who really hit the ball. Then we have our uh, our one arm last year that returns. Uh, he was, I think he was an all-conference arm, I want to say, Will Hoover. We have him returning, too. And we also have another guy who's been throwing very, very well, Jared Wilson. So, I mean, we have – we're going to have a chance of making another good run this year. Just everything has to – we have to play right. Yep. And instead of, uh, instead of a future MLB star, we got the future country music star this year, right? <laughs> John Wood. <laughs> he's a funny dude it's pretty pretty crazy right his story and uh you know what's kind of how he's sort of not 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 quite the baseball path nobody anybody expected yeah nobody expects to go from a division one athlete to a country music star it's like it's crazy to think about <laughs> for sure now yourself 
Um, what are some of the goals that you have, you know, individually as you get ready, you know, obviously to, to be a leader, to be, you know, already considered one of the best, um, you know, catchers in, in South Jersey and New Jersey, but where do you see kind of looking at your game where you want to make the next steps and, and show that? So basically the biggest thing for me was hip mobility. A little, last season I had a little bit of like struggle. I would say a little struggle with hip mobility and sometimes it would like hinder me from blocking balls. And this year, like I've really, really focused on stretching and like getting in with people and like really being able to work my hips. So now that's pretty much my biggest thing like I needed to work on was like actually like being able to get down blocking like because I would I would get down and block, but it wouldn't just, it wouldn't be comfortable. But this year, like I'm able to move very well. And I just think that's going to be able to bring my game up even more. How much was I mean, so that was obviously a big focus in the offseason. You uh, how did you attack that as a as a weakness and turn it into a strength? So I ended up going to guys like Ryan Bucaferni of uh, Peak Performance, and mm -hmm. he basically just beat the heck out of me and just had me doing just nonstop workouts, workouts, workouts. And I also worked with some of the uh, catching guys, and they had me doing like things like 90s and like stepping over, um, stepping over uh, hurdles and doing stuff like that just to be able to get my hips to be able to actually function. And now they feel completely smooth. Yeah, yeah. so mention, you know, obviously – you are going to get slept on when, when people talk about the top teams in South Jersey. And I think that's just kind of a natural. The, the, the kid who threw 102 is gone. So yeah. people are going to assume that there's not much there. Why is South Jersey baseball so tough? And, you know, the, these teams, like they don't, it's not like you ever have a down year. There's always guys there to fill in. There's always, you know, it's always a strong program. What, what makes it so unique? I mean, it's like South Jersey baseball. You look at it now, you have, especially the facility over at BPC, they're just producing guys on high school teams that are like on the regular throwing 90 and you have guys hitting, having 40 hit seasons. I mean, ever since they've been around, you look at like every team almost has a 90 mile hour arm now. It's like, it's unbelievable. It's like, it's like not what high school baseball used to be. You used to have guys throwing 80, 85. Now you have guys throwing 90, 92 on the regular. It's like, it just, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't. And, and we got to ask because, like, you're the one you're gonna you catch 90 now, and you can probably do it with your eyes closed. <laughs> nah, it's just not definitely that comfortable common. with it now. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, not even looking, you're catching 90, 90 is boring. What's it like catching somebody throwing 102? I mean, obviously, Chase Petty, the you know, first round draft pick, but in our and everybody says, I know people are like, I can't imagine being a junior in high school in like chemistry class, knowing I got to face somebody throwing yeah. 102 that day. Well, what's it like trying to catch somebody throwing 102? I mean, what made it worse was it not what made it worse, but what, what was interesting to see, like he would throw a 102 that would move like 16 inches. So it wasn't yeah. like some like 102 ball that's going straight. Like it's a ball that is coming in and like it has arm side run. Like you wouldn't believe. And you're yeah. sitting there like, but good thing with him was he was throwing, he was literally, he was dotting up all year. So I was setting up. I was just like, me and him had a talk, like, I'm going to be in a position. You're going to throw, you throw it near there. I just, basically everything was me trying to work my thumb under the ball. And it would just, it was pretty much coming. I would work my thumb under the ball and just go up, up, up. And so I worked low to high, which worked best for him throwing because all of his ball would go with tail down low. Yeah. So yeah. And it was basically me just staying low, staying low and working my thumb up to extension. What's the, you know, being the catcher, you seeing guys, hitters on other teams' reactions to that. 
I mean, you, yeah. you can, what's the, I mean, can you think of like anything just really crazy that you remember of guys seeing that for the first time? Just like, yeah, I remember uh, who were we playing? I think we were playing Millville. A kid stepped up to bat first. So Chase's first at bat, he threw uh, his first battery face. He threw three straight fastballs at 99 right by the kid. And the second kid comes up and he was all geared up for a fastball. He threw him a slider. Like, I'm not kidding. I think the kid swung when it was halfway to the plate. Like it was, and he just looked at me and he was like, dude, come on. I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I got to do it. And I threw him, two, we threw him two more. We threw him two more sliders and it was literally like unhittable pitches. He's literally throwing a wiffle ball. So you know that you could catch forever. You're probably never going to catch somebody who throws that hard again. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'll see 102 again with 16 inches of arm side run. No, I mean, have you just thought about, like, how ridiculous it is to, to, for that to be, like, let alone in the majors, but when you're 16, 17 years old facing other 16 and 17-year-olds? That's Yeah, that's what you're thinking about, like, what 17-year-old can you name in history? I was throwing 102-mile-hour fastballs, then breaking off an 86-mile-hour slider. Like, it just – it doesn't happen. Like, it's just a freak athlete. And it's not like he was a huge dude either. He's, like, six foot, no. six more, and he was just throwing absolute jets. Yeah, yeah, rocket fuel. It's, it's yeah. crazy. But, I mean, obviously, the, the team last year, if it was a one-person team, you wouldn't have had the success that you did. No. And, you know, from from Mark Elliott to, you know, to, to yourself, to Brody, to just, you know, up and down the lineup, um, one of the big moments I thought last year was courtesy of you um, when you were up here playing at, uh, at Arm & Hammer, formerly known as Waterfront Park. Yep. You know, playing, playing against Don Bosco, um, you know, they came in as one of the, the top teams in the state. It didn't quite go that way, but they were still obviously loaded. Yeah. And they're and they're you're down two one chase pitching. He, he struck out a ton. I don't remember exactly how many, but he had a you know, yeah, 13. We'll say like yeah, 13 so he had a great game, but but you're losing two one into the into the seventh. Take us through that. And, uh, you know, you winning the game. So basically throughout throughout the game, I was struggling a little bit hitting the ball. They kept throwing me inside, and inside's normally my pitch. And that's like normally what I don't miss. And I had three at bats before that that I popped. I popped up like shallow left. And I knew I was just missing them, just missing them. And then that at bat, first pitch, uh, the kid threw me one low and in, and I was like, all right, it's coming here again. Then he put another one in and I just I got back and I just I uncleared my hips and I got a little bit on the cap. Got it a little bit on the cap, but if I got it more in the barrel, it definitely would have flew a little bit further. But it was an unreal moment. And you saw everybody, we were all going crazy, but it's just happy that I finally put a barrel on the ball and not had another little twinker to left field. <laughs> but still a, a great junior season, right? 35 hits. Um, you know, again, certainly uh, uh, against solid competition all year. You're seeing guys, you know, aces a lot of the time. Um, any goals coming into the coming of the year as far as uh, hitting? Uh, hitting this year, so obviously the goal is going to be hitting balls hard every at bat. I mean, home runs are going to happen. I'm not going to try to hit home runs. It's just going to be trying to barrel every ball and looking and actually swinging at curveballs, not just letting them go if it's there. Because you know, at the next level, you're getting curveballs a lot. That's just how it's going to go. And the guys will throw you sliders, will throw you curveballs. So I want to be able to hit them more efficiently this year and hopefully have a 35-40 hit season. I think one thing not everybody knows is is you're a heck of an athlete, too. I mean, it's not just uh, – you're not the old slow catcher. I mean, you got to be yeah. a good athlete to, to catch what you have, but but you're under seven in the 60, I believe, too, right? 
Uh, yes, I ran uh, my last one. I ran a six seven eight. Yeah, so way under seven in the in the yeah. 60s. and a little bit faster than what I remember, but still, you know, were you always a catcher? Or is that something that you kind of played yourself into? So initially, I was a short. I was a shortstop till I was I don't know. I'd say probably eleven. And then one day I was like, you know what? I want to catch, and I ended up ever since then. It just started catching. I think it was. I think my dad. My dad was like, yeah, you want to catch one day? Because we had no catcher. And I was like, you know what? Why not? I ended up catching, and then I just never wanted to stop doing it. So what do you what do you love most about the catch? Because I've never seen a catcher who's partially in. You know, it's not like I kind of yeah. like catching. You got to love it to do it. So why why do you, why do you? So I pretty much like I pretty much like it just because I want to be able to control every play and be in every play and like allow my team to run through me. Yeah, that's pretty much my goal is to be able to be my best so they are at their best. Yep. And and leadership obviously really important to you. You know, I've got to you know. Um what's what do you I mean, how do you try to show leadership when when you're on the field and 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 you know, you've now, especially when it's, you know, you're one of the seniors. So basically, like me personally, I feel like everything's got to stem through energy. And it's not like, and when God, you see a lot of guys, when people make errors, they're like, oh, hard on them, hard on them, like saying like something. It's like, I feel like personally, it doesn't work. Like you have to work with them and be like, all right, we're going to get the next one. We're going to pick you up. Like just continuously like bringing them up instead of pushing them down, which I just think personally, it does not help people out. So that's basically me just trying to be, energy and like lead by example and make people realize it's okay like you're gonna make mistakes it's just the mental mistakes we can't make it's gotta be physical mistakes that we're making stay focused play hard right yeah yep so so when this airs for the first time it's uh it's the friday before uh pitchers and catchers right that's uh yep. tuesday the 8th that's got to be an exciting you know senior year get it started first day i mean obviously you're working hard before then but still something about the official first day, right? Yeah, it's nothing like you wait for, like almost a year for it. So you're like, you're so amped up and just ready to get on the field. You go through COVID 2020 season, which pretty much wiped out everything, except for, uh, you know, some stuff at the end of the year, if you got fortunate enough to participate in it. Even last year was kind of a regular season, but smushed about a month. Are you, is part of you just like, this is awesome. We're going to actually just get to have like a, a regular full season. Yeah. So I don't really know like what I guess a full season's like, because my freshman year, I ended up getting injured a little bit. And then my sophomore year, obviously we had COVID. And then last year was that mushed together season. So it's like, I haven't really got to like experience a real, real season. So like, you remember last year we were playing games, like four or five games in a week. That's the a tight, before, tight schedule. Yeah. I beat two up, and I'm just excited for an actual season to be able to, like, all right, we're going to have, like, two, three games a week. We're going to actually be able to practice this year. So I think that's yeah. going to allow us to clean up a lot more. Yeah, it was it was a sprint last year. You know, oh, like, yeah. The short weeks were four games, and you're yeah, right. For, for a catcher especially, that's crazy. Yeah, definitely is a little nuts. So, so some random stuff. Um, you developed it interesting pregame routine last year as far as uh, as far as as far as pregame meals tell us about that so we would it normally be me but sometimes some of the teammates would go I would go to Tony Beef I would have a double patty burger on a ch uh, grilled cheese bun with a 24 ounce shake I mean I, I mean it's heavy that's heavy and 
those, those burgers like 1200 calories but it's like i don't know it just was like a pregame ritual i did it before every game and it ended up paying off for me i guess yeah you're my <laughs> it's just funny to think about you you know here i am thinking the biggest problem you got is trying to catch 102 and and that's like far from the biggest problem you got during oh, the game. Big problem trying not to go to the bathroom <laughs> that's what i was running into that's right that's right um favorite music and and favorite pregame music i'm a big rap guy i like rap i mean countries countries all right but before a game it's just it's all rap just what i like listening to so if you're a senior and you're in charge of the uh the pregame mix and whatever we're, we got rap going oh for sure definitely give me rap no country before game um you go to njit great school great engineering school favorite subject I like, I like math. Math's probably my favorite. If I had to be honest, okay. math's probably my favorite. All right, so it's a legit, legit school for what you like the most, then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, proudest moment on the field, and if you're going to say that hit at Arm and Hammer, then I'm going to make you tell me your second proudest moment on the field because we already talked about that one. Let's think proudest moment on the field. I think not even like me, me like in general, but like I guess the proudest moment from last season had to be that Triton game because me, me and Mark Elliott was sitting there. We were down, I think we were down what three runs. It was like seven three or something like that. And then me and Mark, I look over at Mark. I'm like, watch this. I have money that Chase hits a home run here. Chase ends up hitting an absolute nuke, and we end up taking the lead. And me and him were just looking at each other, laughing. That was probably the, like I guess my most like I guess I put most confidence in a player at that moment. I was like. That was probably one of my top moments of that year. Definitely. Um, if you could be D1 at any other sport, and take baseball out of the question, it's up to you what sport you'd pick, but what would you pick to uh, to be D1 at? Basketball. Definitely basketball. Now, is that because you're good or because you really like it? I'm just okay at it, but it's just, I don't know. It's like a fun sport. You see guys like jumping through the roof, doing crazy stuff. And that's like, that would be my go-to. If I was if I was good, that's what my go-to would be. Favorite college basketball team then? Favorite college basketball team probably Duke. If I had to put one, Duke or Oregon, those are my top two. And favorite pro team, regardless of sport. Regardless of sport, obviously the Phillies. No other no other answer besides that. Well, Eagles could be a viable answer, I think. Yeah, I I just much rather watch watch baseball game. I mean, Phillies I'm, are. I'm with you. Yeah. You repping know? the Phillies. Yeah. Mike, that's Mike Adams. That's right. That's right. Would it have been the Phillies if it weren't for Mike? Definitely would still be the Phillies. Been a Phillies right. fans way before any of that. It's just going to make it better when he's – well, they got they, they to come back and play, first of all. But once the, once the lockout's over and, and, and he gets called up, that's when it'll be even better. Definitely, definitely. One thing we don't know about Colt Campbell other than your uh, interesting pregame eating habits – uh, my favorite thing to do is actually spear fishing. That is my favorite thing. Yeah. Favorite thing to do, spear fishing. Yep. So you got to go in a little more into detail. How did that become? How did that happen? So my dad is a really big fisherman and he's been his whole life. And I started, I don't know, probably when I was like five years old, four or five. And then he started taking him and my mom started taking us down to Key West. And then ever since then, I fell in love with spear fishing. It's pretty much my go to. Favorite season, summer or winter? Summer. I don't like that. I don't like winter. Summer. We don't like the cold. It's good. And you can't live where you are and not be a, a beach guy, obviously. Yeah. Favorite, 
favorite place to go beach wise? Oh, probably Margate. I'm not a big OC guy. Margate's pretty much where we go every time. It's not bad down there either. Now you're about what? Not even a half hour from there, right? Nah, like 15, 15, 18. Yeah. So one quote that stuck with you through the years, you know, or, or piece of advice, if, we don't, if we're not good at remembering exact quotes, but, but one piece of advice that stuck with you on the field through the years. I think the, probably the most important quote that I've ever been told was from my dad. I've remembered it since 8U baseball was, baseball is a failure game. You will fail 99% of the time. And from him, that's what I've, what I've took and gone by it and realized that you can't get upset over a game. You go 0 for 3. It happens. It's how it goes. Next game, you end up, you go 2 for 3, 3 for 3. Just part of how it goes. Toughest hitter for you to get out as a as a catcher, calling the game, whatever. But but through the years, the toughest guy for you to 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 have to get out when you're behind the plate. Uh, Max Martin by far. He's uh, he's just one of the guys. I remember last year I uh, I threw him a fastball from Chase. Threw him a fastball. He whiffed, but he was right on it. And I was like, all right, I'm not going here again. Slider in the dirt. Uh, fastball poolside foul ball. So I was like, all right, I'm not letting that happen. Then I gave him a change-up, one-two change-up, low and in, and he went inside out. Hit the ball probably 100 miles an hour for a triple in the playoff game against us. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least that's a good one, Max. You know? He's I mean, very, he's... very good. He's <laughs> one of the best around. So yeah. we, appreciate, we appreciate the time, Cole. Obviously excited like you for, for May 8th. May 8th, geez, March 8th. You know, four days away, getting out there for the first time the senior year. and. Uh, Let's see where we can take it with Mainland this year. All right, we'll see. I think we're going to have a good season. Thank you, sir. 100%. We, uh, we appreciate it. Cole Campbell, our guest, Jersey Baseball Show. We look forward to seeing everybody at the field. Have a good one.